Hi, O'Neill here. Loving dogs and their people. I'm hearing so much and about aggression in dogs, and there's all these these different trainers are popping up. We take care of aggression, 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 and being a trainer for 40 some odd years I'm just like surprised by that because that's not my world and then also going well you know this so much of this you have influence you if you're dealing with this with aggression in your dog it is serious and you want to address it but oftentimes people, because you don't know how to do it, that, that it's common for if you don't like, I don't want to use you, if someone doesn't is having challenges with their dog, you know, you try different methods, including one is where you get heavy with them. I told you, don't do that, you know, or, or you get a little rough with the physical. And... I want a strong word of caution on that. First of all, if you've got someone who's being aggressive, that's like going up and just poking at them. So if you've got a bully in the playground and you know that he has a tendency to kind of do a little whoop-ass, I don't know why you would go over there and go, I'm going to straighten you up and poke or punch or something. Chances are that it's a fact that aggression with aggression most often doesn't make peace. It's usually an explosion. And so if you've been using that method, just toss it out. Take it out with the trash and just vow to never do it again because it actually can escalate things. And now instead of being a part of the solution, you're part of the problem, and that sucks. So what do you do? First of all, just sit and get calm and just just give it a think. And it's, <laughs> I meditate. So if you could meditate, that would be wonderful. So that what you're doing is you're removing the emotions that are in the way and the clouded mind until you get really calm. And then when you get calm, you can think. And then when you can think, you can think real clearly. And... Yes, I did. I snuck it in there. It, I didn't even sneak it. It just leapt out of me it's about the meditation. I think it's fabulous. The purpose of getting calm is well, then you're not reactive and you can approach your dog from a thoughtful place in situation and the outcome is going to be better because now instead of being just like, I'm in it and it's just free-flowing and who knows what's going to happen and I'm reactive instead and those reactives got you here so let's do something different right okay so let's go back to the calm you've meditated you've gotten rid of your emotions <laughs> you are calm and you're and now you're gonna think you're like okay let me think what are my assets what tools do I have in my toolbox? Because toolboxes are really important when you're doing dog training and probably really in life. Different skill sets because one thing doesn't work on every dog or every time. 
so you need a variety of different tools. Just so if you're trying the one thing and it's not working, if you try it harder or longer, you're just, for stop, back up and say, let's get a different tool. And when I talk about tools, the tools are often our mindset. And a tool, a tool can be your thinking, it can be your approach, it can be your emotions, it can be um, a leash, it could be a collar versus a harness, it could be food, it could be opening a door. You've got a lot of tools. And interestingly, what a lot of us don't know, we, sometimes we can feel like we're a victim to our dog, and the dogs will just run all over you. If, you, if you're not the leader, the dogs are going to run all over you. And that's a lot of times the problem with aggression is that you're not a leader. And a leader is not a tough guy. We've already talked about that, right? A leader is someone that the dog can look to for good things, good guidance, information, resources, i.e. food, freedom, good things, toys, walks, a bed. There's so many things that you are a very powerful being with your dog and you probably don't even know it. And your dog just walks all over you or is a bully of the block. So, okay, let, let's... I think I'm going to make a course on this because there's so much that you can do. Let's just give like a couple ideas. One of the first things that I recommend is to take away the dog's freedom. And how do you do that? You know, you don't throw them in a crate. In fact, if you've got your dog in the crate all the time, probably some of the problems pent up energy and they are not getting... They're, they're social beings. So my methods take into account how a dog thinks, how a dog works, how his body does. And so it goes with it. You don't want to like, the more that you can be in a flow with your dog, the happier everyone's going to be. I mean, it's actually joyful. And wouldn't you like that? So let's start with freedom. So the freedom is, you put your dog on a leash and you attach that leash to you. My method is, and I don't use a leather leash because if, you dog, if you're not paying attention all the time, your dog might just chew right through it and my leashes are expensive. So I learned that one quickly. So get, I, I actually go to the Home Depot and I get the parts and I make it myself, which is a, a uh, what is that called? A plastic coated wire and put snaps on both ends like a six foot or an eight foot and you can probably buy these online or I don't know what they call them but I just call it a lead with with snaps on both ends one snaps onto your dog's collar one snaps onto your belt and you're hooked you're connected and so you get in you get to observe your dog all day long so this is for some people, it's going to be on the weekend. And you go to the bathroom, your dog comes to the bathroom. Your dog has to go to the bathroom, you go with the dog to the bathroom. You eat, the dog sits next to you. And if the dog's a problem, tether them during that time in the same room, but to something like a heavy piece of furniture or 
hook, make a loop, hook it on the outside of a doorknob and shut the door so that the, the, the dog is inside but it can't come undone even if they pull. So there's different, you can even put a little eye hook at the baseboard and connect them there. But what you want to do, and I recommend you do this for a few days, certainly 24 hours, you're going to learn a lot. And this is a time that you're devoting to your relationship. You're going like, I acknowledge I have a problem, I want to change it. And you're the one that's going to do it. You're the one that's making the decision. I want to change it. And I'm going to give it my commitment of time and focus and energy. And I'm not saying you have to do it for the rest of your lives. Although as you do this, you might find that you want to. What you're doing is, in fact, I think I have it in my, in my website. There's a post about what to do when you first adopt a dog, like the first 48 hours. And there's a list of questions and, um, that you can ask yourself. You're learning about your dog. And I assure you, you will have your dog's attention, even if they may act like they're not. They're so keenly aware of that things are changing. And you have their attention. And you want to just pay attention. You know, do you like this toy? No, but you like this toy. Okay, great. Let me get rid of this toy. Let me donate it. We'll keep this toy. Oh, which surface? You prefer the hardwood floor over your cushy dog bed that I paid $300 for? Huh. Looks like I want to relook at how I'm choosing the dog beds. I thought it was really pretty and you'd like it. But it was a bust. So you're learning. You're learning about your dog. You... You're just doing this. You're you're finding out. It's like if you don't like where they're going to the bathroom, you're escorting them where you want them to go. And when they go, you praise them. So there's like all these ways throughout the day that and, and you know, you're the one that's opening the door. They can't open the door. If you've got a dog door, well, they're attached to you, so they can't go out it. But you take away the freedom. So that's the very first thing. You take away the freedom and then you're observing them. If you do that for 24 hours, 48 hours. I just, I mean, you can work. You can do what you're going to do. You want to go for a run? If the dog's a runner, go for a run. But your dog's attached to you. And the whole point of it is, is you're increasing your awareness. I assure you, if you are aware and you are paying attention, you're going to learn a lot. And some of it might irritate you. It might be, dang, I don't like doing this. This is a pain. Well, it's a temporary pain. You're doing it to make change. You're doing it to learn how powerful you are that you can make change in your dog's life subtly and easily and really fast. You can change the game like that. So, why don't you give it a shot and give us the, your results and let's see where it goes from there. We'll come back and revisit. Good luck. And it's not luck. I'd say good awareness. Hmm.